that's not the bring your own popcorn theme song that we know and love, which is usually Adult Problems by Richard and the Julians, available on SoundCloud and used with permission. We've got an unintendedly special episode for you today. I'm going to do a low effort anniversary episode because I have carpal tunnel. <laughs> it's horrible. Everything hurts and I can only edit for about 10 minutes a day. So I have a wonderful episode coming for you in July with Steph Farnazier of Psychocinematic Podcast, one of my favorite movie podcasts and one of my favorite fellow podcast hosts. However, due to the carpal tunnel, it is taking me a very, very long time to edit. And so I am trying to release this low effort episode, which I'm going to edit as little as possible. Sorry in advance for the poor editing on this one. It is the 10 year anniversary of bring your own popcorn episode one came out june 21st 2013 10 years ago when i first started the podcast i wanted to let it grow into itself and kind of adapt as i went along so i didn't have a super clear vision but that vision has become clearer and clearer as the years have gone by right up until 2020 when i kind of settled into the niche of the formula that i now use that new listeners may associate as the bring your own popcorn formula Maybe. I don't know. Do you do that, Butter Nuggets? Still have not completely settled on what to call listeners or fans, but always accepting emails and feedback at bringyourownpopcorn at gmail.com. So as a treat to save your fingers the effort of having to scroll all the way back in podcasts to the first episode of Bring Your Own Popcorn, I'm going to plop episode one right into this episode right here, right now. It's only 15 minutes long and it's just me talking to myself while my my best friend slash roommate slash producer sits next to me and laughs. Those truly were good times. Despite the bad times of those times, I am really grateful for the experience that I've had making this podcast and doing this podcast and all of the fantastic people that I've gotten to talk to and get to know through the format of this podcast over the years. So without further ado, let's take a time travel back to 2013. <laughs> Welcome to the debut episode of Bring Your Own Popcorn. Let us preach to your choir or stoke your ire as we force our opinions into your ears. What we lack in education, we make up for with rants, raves, and ramblings. Normally, here on Bring Your Own Popcorn, I will be uh, interviewing guests and friends, maybe some enemies. Um, however, for this debut episode, I will merely assault you with my own solo ramblings um about several children's films oddly enough because normally we're not going to cover children's films so much uh i happened to be babysitting recently which resulted in me seeing several kids films i do love pixar however i don't normally watch that many kids films because a great many of them are terrible i do love cartoons though but there's a difference between those anyway the genres that we will more likely be covering um, there's going to be a lot of recent releases and cult classics, so can't really blame me if I give away anything for movies that have been out for a while. Hopefully mostly recent releases, though. And some of the genres covered will be action-adventure, campy classics, comedy, crime drama, experimental films, fantasy, heist flicks, indie, Pixar, as discussed earlier, 
mockumentaries, monsters, robots, noir, sci-fi, superhero, zombies. And did I already say apocalypse? Because apocalypse. And genres not likely to be uh, included will be romantic comedies, stoner comedies, chick flicks, gore fests, remakes, uninspired adaptations, any third in a series, blatant money grabs, testosterone fodder, and non-Pixar kid flicks. Listener beware, know your episode title or description. Uh, Occasionally, spoilers may lurk within, and by occasionally, I mean every time. I don't know why I said occasionally. As far as new releases go, I will make sure not to uh, put up any episodes for something that hasn't already been out for two to three weeks, probably more like four to six weeks based on how I usually operate. Um, So no worries on the spoilers there. If it's been out longer than that, I don't care about your your whining. And in regards to the title, I just want to on record that I don't actually support bringing your own popcorn to the movie theater. Um, I just support ownership of popcorn. And the main reason that I started this show is because I started working at a movie theater. So I'm going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Also because I have some friends who I have very long discussions with about movies and and then I get like an ego about it. I'm like, we sound really interesting. I wish someone could hear how interesting we are. <laughs> so finally, at least two people besides my mom. Well, actually, my mom totally won't listen. At least two people <laughs> will get to hear how cool me and my friends are. Mainly my friends. There's some people that I'm excited about having on. Um, and I think next time I'm going to talk about, or actually on my like first real episode with a guest, probably going to talk about Star Trek Into Darkness. I would also like to discuss Iron Man 3. Uh, those are recent releases. Possibly The Great Gatsby. Um, what else just came out? I'm going to see This is the End tomorrow. I'm going to see every zombie movie and apocalypse movie that comes out this year. If I continue to bring my own popcorn then I shall discuss those as well. Um, we're also going to have a Troll 2 movie night at some point. Um, Troll 2 is kind of tied for the worst movie ever with The Room. They're kind of their own their own thing, um, but they both will make you laugh until you cry, if that's your kind of thing. Otherwise, you might just cry or leave The Room. Ha! The Room! Um, so I think next time probably next time I'm going to discuss with myself uh, some movies that I saw recently which are actually non-Pixar children's movies at least I'm pretty sure I just saw Epic um, which I think is DreamWorks or something Uh, and then I just saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs which I avoided when it came out because I'm the kind of person who will say that I prefer the book over the movie before the movie has even been made um, if they are talking about making it, I'll just say the book's better. Um, a lot of times I won't even go see it. And so this one I didn't even go see. <laughs> and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a like eight-page children's book <laughs> that's mostly illustrations, which I loved when I was a kid because it's just about a town where food starts falling out of the sky, as far as I remember. Um, and so I didn't want to see the movie because I didn't understand how they made an hour and a half movie about an eight page illustrated children's book. It turned out to be hilarious and I absolutely loved it. Um, and it looks like I'm already talking about it now, so I might as well continue talking about it. Mr. T is a policeman. 
I could stop there, but there's even more better things in it. Um, oh, crap. Do I remember? Uh, I believe, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is a monkey, if I remember correctly. Um, let me see. Yes. So it's about an inventor, and he makes this thing that makes food fall from the sky, which is in line with the canon, basically. Um, and he also makes a monkey uh, moderator... Um, a monkey accessory, perhaps, that causes the monkey's thoughts to be read aloud in a robot voice. However, the robot voice is actually Neil Patrick Harris, who I love a lot. But it's it's funny um, because he just, I think he says Steve several times. Steve, because that's the name of the monkey. Uh, and I think he says gummy bears, maybe twice. And as far as I remember, oh, and he says ouch when he gets dropped. Um... I think there was another, wasn't, there was a show where someone got a, it might have been on South Park, someone got a, a guest role and, and then when they got in there, they found out that it was, uh, they found out that their line was quack or something, or gobble. Was that Jerry Seinfeld? I don't know who that was, but it's hilarious. I like that kind of thing. So they got this big... Hollywood actor, and they have him say, Steve, gummy bears, and ouch. <laughs> and then Bruce Campbell was a really, I think he was that guy, really obnoxious character who wore a diaper. Um, I wasn't such a fan of that character at all, but Bruce Campbell is awesome. Um, let's see, what else? I guess a couple of my favorite moments from that movie, which... This is what makes a kid's movie stand out and makes you actually want to watch it. It was very Pixar-esque stuff. That, was that movie Pixar? Cloudy Chance of Meatballs? I don't think it was. But it had that kind of humor where people who aren't children can enjoy it. Because um, children aren't people. Uh, at one point, everyone... see. I think when the first like meatball falls from the sky, everyone's looking up and they're shocked. And <laughs> one guy... So they do all these reaction shots of... What? Oh, okay. My producer tells me that Cloudy is indeed not Pixar. Um, so they're doing these reaction shots and everyone's staring into the sky, their mouths dropping open in shock and gasping. And they say, they show different village, villagers, <laughs> townspeople. And uh, uh, they cut to one guy who has a beard and he's so shocked he rips his beard off his face <laughs> and tosses it aside. Um I also love morbid moments in kids' movies, like that they just kind of, it just kind of happens and they don't really refer to it. For example, one of the, the guy's inventions is a rat bird, <laughs> which uh, no one liked. Um, and then at one point he's talking to some kids who are like um, perched on the fence talking to him. And then he turns away and starts talking to his dad. And in the background, you see a rat bird swoop down and carry off one of the kids. And the kid's just screaming and one of the other kids says just play dead and you know that kid never comes back you don't ever see him again but they just that just happened in the background i love that kind of thing um they also uh another moment i liked was they made a sardine themed um theme park sardine themed theme park amusement park and uh one of the i don't know if it's supposed to be a ride or just uh bizarre torture they roll like six kids up in a giant sardine can and they actually like seal it and then every time something happens they like open it and show the kids 
being shocked and when a bunch of food starts falling from the sky the kids still just sit in the sardine can um why did i i'm looking at my notes and i wrote down wood chip kids snow ice cream man and i'm not sure what that means but that was a good moment and <laughs> my other favorite moment Ooh, there's two more one was that um so in this town they didn't have anything to eat but sardines for some reason and then there was a reason that i don't want to talk about uh and then all this crazy food starts falling from the sky so they're super excited that they don't have to eat sardines anymore um and uh a pie falls into a guy's hand and he's so excited he doesn't even try to eat it he literally just slams it into his face which is i suppose more amusing to me than it probably is to other people because it's your your you know pie to face joke i don't know it's a classic um other favorite moment was with neil patrick harris uh as the monkey they're flying this thing i don't want to give too many spoilers even though it's been out for years i think um they're flying on the flying thing <laughs> it's not a plane but uh um so these giant sentient gummy bears come flying down and they land on the wings and they're trying to destroy the plane and so neil patrick harris monkey sees them and gummy bears are like his favorite thing in the world so he jumps out the window reaches he punches his fist into the chest of the gummy bear and pulls out what would be its heart if gummy bears had hearts which they don't because they're heartless animals and then he grabs another one and bites its head off just like ruthlessly and these things are sentient so they're not just like lying there they're clearly in pain um and then i believe he tosses one off the plane or something so that was a very enjoyable children's film and i was very glad that i saw it and i don't think i want to talk about epic right now because i already i'm tired i'm tired of talking now which is why i'm going to be having guests because i get really tired of listening to myself um but epic was also decent i will say that because it didn't get the best reviews a lot of people said that it was tired and and cliche because it's similar to fern Gully and avatar which is bullshit because <laughs> Just because you're talking about saving plants doesn't mean you're unoriginal because people are always going to try to save plants because plants are pretty cool. Um, that's all I'll say about that, I think. Uh, I actually, this is going to sound horrible, but I liked Epic better than Brave, which I also watched recently. I've been on a kids movie kick. Um, I love Pixar, but I felt like they have honed their formula so much that it really is just a formula instead of being these bits of different create creative people coming together it really just felt like they had the cute things the one-liners the strong figure the kind of um the thing that like kind of sticks it to Hollywood where it's a little, it's non-traditional, which in this case is having a ginger girl <laughs> as the main character, uh, redhead, which is not, it's been more common lately, which is awesome, but you know, it's usually, they're usually blonde. Um, so there's that. Um, but other than that, the bears are cute, but it just didn't hold my attention because it just felt too much like a formula and very predictable right from the beginning. Whereas Epic it wasn't, it was not epic, which uh, my little brother did argue with me about that. I took my six-year-old brother to see it and my 10-year-old sister, and I asked them what they thought about it after, and my brother said, it was epic! 
and we had a little fight and that's um, why you shouldn't have me as a babysitter um but it was more entertaining because I didn't uh I never like drifted off or like lost focus on what I was watching not that it was brilliant although it did have a three-legged overweight pug in it P-U-G pug um and yeah it just held my attention for some reason more and I'm I hope Pixar's next venture is better however I believe that may be Cars 2 so I'm gonna have to wait another year or two (laughs) before that it's another Pixar one I don't like other than that Wally is one of my favorite movies and Up is amazing um so I guess this was the kids movie episode I don't think I watched any other kids movies lately so I'm gonna go ahead and call it a wrap because I think I covered what's going to be going on recent releases guests who are more interesting than me probably some awesome arguments um it's really just opinions no education and oh my my producer just reminded me that Pixar is also releasing Monsters University which also doesn't look good (laughs) so I think I'm just gonna have to wait a while I don't know DreamWorks is doing some cool stuff so Hopefully they hang in there. And I think Blue Sky did cut with a chance of meatballs. No? Oh, Sony something apparently did <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh, but people are catching up. I think they realize that Pixar is a good business model for entertainment or something. So that's going to happen. And that's all I have to say about that. Bring your own popcorn. I'm a popcorn frog. I like popcorn, yo. I'm a cute little colonel. Hey, welcome back to 2023. Sorry, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and the world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored. Someone else needs to be in the room to cancel me when this kind of thing happens. Oh well. Anyway, I took some notes. At the beginning, I talked about interviewing friends and maybe enemies, which is super funny. I will never reveal which guests are no longer in my good book, but if you know me at all, you probably already know. Re, my attitude about children's films. I had a real attitude about uh, what I was calling children's films that I don't necessarily have now. It all depends on, you know, the people working on it, but I never want to throw out an entire genre like that. That's just rude, me of the past. Come on, young mixtape get it together. And I guess I had a clearer vision of what I wanted the podcast to be than I remembered because I had like a long list of things that I don't think I really adhered to. For example, I said that I wouldn't talk about the third in a series and then literally said I was going to talk about Iron Man 3. I said I didn't want to talk about children's films and then I spent the whole episode talking about children's films. Uh, The title was addressed immediately, as I have been asked many times since then if the title is encouraging people to take their own popcorn to the movie theaters, and it's not. You heard me. I was correct about my mom never listening to the podcast in 10 years. I also wanted to comment on my affect I find interesting in this episode. I remember I remember recording this. 
I remember listening to it for the first time. My affect sounds very flat and I'm talking in a deeper tone that I, than I would when I'm comfortable and that is because I'm extremely nervous and self-conscious when I was recording this episode. I don't know if I sounded chill, I don't know how I sounded to you, but knowing myself and remembering it, I was super nervous, like sweating, nervous, so uncomfortable and just trying to get through it. And I, in a weird way, I was also not masking, which is to say I wasn't putting on like a, like a, like a host voice, like I try to do now. Uh, literally the way I'm talking now, I'm like smiling while I'm talking and trying to make uh, a voice that sounds a little more exciting to listen to because before I would let my anxiety dial down all my emotion and so I was just like really like stiff and so nervous but I feel like I've adjusted from that so that's a major difference. I had some hot takes on Pixar's Brave and I now have dove down several Wikipedia rabbit holes about Brave which I won't get into but I will say, go read up on it. There were reasons that Brave was the way it was and it was all very shady. I made a comment about protagonists of kids' films usually being blonde and I have no idea if that is true. I don't know where I got that. I stand behind what I said about Cars 2. And lastly, MC Chris's Popcorn Frog is eternal. That's all for this anniversary episode. The next episode with Steph Farnazier will be out in July and then hopefully August or September, I will also have another episode for you with Satsunami, the host of Chatsunami. Yay! Please send all your healing vibes towards my hands, wrists, arms, and jaw. Yay, health stuff! Okay, bye! Stay safe! Bring your own popcorn! Butter made some popcorn just like it was hoping. Inspector Gadget is a habit with a big bowl of corn. Much of butter made my mother, and I'm no longer forlorn. So every time I start sweating in some Cinemax, hell stop. Thinking about the days when my life was living hell. Seek solace in the swamp, better off in the park. Cause it's always corn to pop, I'm a popcorn frog. Easy being green when it's corn on the scene. It's no problem being a frog when your job is to eat. If I had a popcorn swamp, I know there'd be no stopping. But if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass a hopping.